0: Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me Dominic Frisbee and today's piece is called Gold, the Sun and the Gods and it's your Sunday morning thought piece. How did gold come into existence? No one really knows. Its origins are thought to lie in supernovae and the collision of of neutron stars. It was present in the dust which formed the solar system four and a half billion years ago and came to earth via the asteroids that then bombarded the planet. According to the Bible, gold and silver are products of God. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts in the book of Genesis. Although given that in those days the distinction between God and King was not always that distinct That might just have been a ploy to control capital. Given its unique characteristics, beautiful, eternal, immutable, it's no surprise that gold found special status at the dawn of civilization. Our prehistoric ancestors cherished gold even before they were able to speak. Nor did that captivation fade after prehistory. Whether Asian, African, American, Mediterranean, Germanic or Celtic, Gold occupies a place in the history, legend, mythology and folklore of almost every ancient culture, the most prized of all metals. Today we know of 90 or more metals, many you've probably never heard of, let alone touched or seen. The likes of, and I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing these properly, cesium, nihonium, fluorovium, moscovium, livermorium, etrium or zirconium. Sorry, somebody's WhatsApping me as I record this. But until the 13th century, we knew of just seven metals, gold, silver, copper, tin, lead, iron, and mercury. There were also only seven known celestial bodies, the sun, the moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn. And so each metal came to be associated with a celestial body. Silver, light and shining with the moon, iron rusty and red with Mars, Mercury with its namesake, Jupiter with tin and so on, and with its glimmering yellow colour gold was associated with the sun. To the ancient Greeks and other cultures besides the sun was a golden chariot driven by the sun god Apollo across the sky each day. The Egyptian sun god Ra was depicted as a yellow blaze of gold The Incas of South America believed gold to be the sweat of the sun. The Latin word for gold, aurum, derives from aurora, the goddess of dawn, who rose each morning to announce the sun's arrival. The root of the word by which the Celts and Greeks referred to gold was the Sanskrit harat, which means colour of the sun. The symbol for the sun, a circle with a dot in it, was once the alchemical symbol for gold, Plato and Aristotle both thought gold was obtained by combining intense sunlight with water. There are seven days of the week, too, and so did each metal come to be associated with a day. Gold's day was of course Sunday, silver, the moon, Monday, iron, Mars, Tuesday, Mardi in French, Mercury, Wednesday, tin, Jupiter, Thursday, copper and Venus, Friday, lead, and saturn saturday unlike feminine silver gold is a masculine metal connected not just with the sun but with the lion a symbol of strength it represents wealth prosperity authority and charisma it was an aid to healing to protection to growth and knowledge all qualities associated with the sun and the gods of the sun the ancient greek sun god apollo was also the god of healing and diseases while his son Asclepius was the god of medicine. Apollo delivered people from epidemics. What's that about vitamin D, which we get from sunlight, being an aid against COVID, while vitamin D deficiency is linked to more severe cases? Apollo was also a god who could bring ill health and deadly plague. Gold, like obscurity, is immortal. It is permanent, never rusting nor tarnishing. In the museums of Cairo you will find a golden tooth bridge made 4,500 years ago for a pharaoh and it's good enough to go in your mouth today. Gold represented perfection, purity and excellence. Neither moth nor rust devoureth it, said an ancient Greek text. Because of gold's imperishable characteristics, many imbued it with divine qualities and it's forever associated with the eternal, the permanent and the incorruptible. Kings and queens decorated their bodies with gold to demonstrate their power, to impress, to dazzle, to command, and to authenticate their godlike status. In ancient Egypt, gold was a royal prerogative and pharaohs were buried with their gold to aid their travel into the next world. Tutankhamun, whose father was the sun god Ra, was buried in a golden shrine. Gold was a gift from and given to the gods. Indeed, it was the breath of the gods. The myth of the golden apples of Hesperides is that they conferred immortality on whoever ate them. From Hercules' quest for these golden apples, to Arthur's for the Holy Grail, to Frodo's to destroy the precious ring of power, gold is a symbol of incorruptible quest, ambition or purpose. Even today the young student gets a gold star, the athlete a gold medal it is a symbol of achievement. For numerous reasons, I'm a believer that everybody's investment portfolio should have an allocation to gold. And my recommended dealer um, is the Pure Gold Company, as I've said before, and you can find a, a link to them in the article. Thanks very much for listening. An earlier version of this article first appeared at Glint, and I'll be back with another podcast very soon.